MC Lobshire, the host of the Cash Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cash flow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas, MC Laubscher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at a journey of going from nothing to financial freedom. I'm joined in today's episode by Ryan Inc. Ryan is a small business owner, entrepreneur, and successful real estate investor. He lives in Louisiana with his wife and five boys. The purpose of Ryan's blog uh, at Cashflow Dad Life is to help others learn how to pursue the return to life investing. Too many people spend every day of their life with their nose two feet away from a cubicle wall when the world outside that waits for them is farther than the eye can see. Ryan is shared with many people uh, on his podcast and on his blog and his website ways to get out of the rat race uh, using different strategies within 12 months or less and I'm excited to jump into our conversation today. Are you an investor looking for passive cash flow but don't have the time to explore your options? Discover Real Estate. It's the best option for passive income that savvy investors have been turning to for years to generate income and build wealth. But the reality is real estate investing takes expertise, market knowledge, and time. So what do you do if you don't have the time or market knowledge? Discover how many business investors have found a way to generate cash flow from real estate investing. Their secret? They partner with proven private real estate investment funds. Four Peaks Capital Partners have created a system that allows accredited investors the opportunity to invest in undervalued assets to generate passive income and capital gains. Invest with the cash flow experts and sit back while Four Peaks does all the work. Call Four Peaks Capital Partners at 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME or go to privateincomeinvesting.com. An offer to buy or sell securities is only made by a private placement memorandum. Prospective investors must read the PPM in its entirety before making an investment decision. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, great, great to connect. Uh, came across uh, came across your work and what you're up to, and was very, very intrigued and interested. So this is a blast connecting. Uh, before we jump into uh, all of the fun topics that we're going to talk about, can you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Sure, absolutely. Um, where Where do I start? <laughs> do you want- <laughs> um, I actually, um, you know, to to give like the brief summary of my story is I live in the New Orleans area. Uh, I'm married. I've got five kids, all boys. Uh, I, I haven't quite figured out that trick to making a girl um, yet, but yeah, I'm not a quitter. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. 
But uh, at any rate, my, my story is, is pretty similar to most people's stories is, you know, I kind of subscribe to uh, this, this uh, common way of thinking is that you go to school, you acquire student debt, you graduate, you realize it was all bull crap. <laughs> and, uh, and now you've got to pay off student debt and, and credit card debt. And uh, in the midst of all this, this struggle of trying to provide for a growing family, uh, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans when my wife was eight months pregnant. And so we were, you know, virtually homeless uh, for, uh, not homeless in the sense of homeless, but we didn't have a home for a few days. I remember sleeping in my uh, car, smelling gas fumes and, uh, and not having a place to sleep. But at any rate, um, a couple months later, I got a corporate job. And I think a lot of people um, are in a place where they've got a corporate eight to five, nine to five job. My job was more like eight to six or 7 p.m. at night. And it was just doing something that I hated every single day. I felt like I wasn't using my gifts and my talents to the best of my ability. I feel like I wasn't serving my community. And the rubber really hit the road when I was driving across the bridge in New Orleans from the South Shore to the North Shore. It's the longest bridge in the world over water. I know that China's got one that's uh, pretty long, but it's over land. Why would you build a bridge over land? I don't know. But anyways, China, China, New Orleans had this competition about the longest bridge. So at any rate, it's, it's this very methodical, uh, but dump, but dump, but dump, you know, you're on the same speed limit and you're doing it for a long track. And I just got chewed out by this Catholic monk who is the business manager of this monastery who I sold this copier to. And it was one of those situations where, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, where you could, there's like 30 people involved in the transaction or in the operation or in the project in your company. And you could do everything right, but someone else could screw up and you kind of get the brunt of it. And that was me. And I had done everything right. And I'm just sitting here getting, you know, my butt chewed out by this Catholic monk because the copier wasn't printing fast enough or something. So I'm just sitting here thinking, man, I hate this job. I'm waking up every single day with anxiety. I'm not even adequately providing for my family with it. We were just over broke. And so, um, so I called, I, I thought to myself, have you ever seen that, that movie, uh, office space? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, uh, what is it? Peter. Peter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's it? Lumberg is his name? Peter. Lumberg. Yeah. Mm, hey, okay. Peter. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, great, great movie. Yeah, and that was literally my life. I, you know, I felt stuck, and it was like that scene from the beginning of the movie where you he sees like one lane is going faster, so he tries to move over in that lane, and then that lane stops, and then the other lane goes faster. Yep. But, but there's this critical question in that movie where he says, "What would you do if money didn't matter? You know, what what would you do if money didn't matter? Like, what would you be spending your time doing?" And that was a critical question that I asked myself at that time, and I thought to myself, "Well." you know, if money didn't matter, I would open up like an indoor sports arena because I love soccer and football, uh, big, you know, soccer fan. And, um, and I said, that's, that's probably what I would do. I would do something that actually serves my community where when I walk in the door, people are happy to see me. Uh, people want to know who I am, you know, um, instead of like when I walk in the door to sell a copier, everybody like, like that movie, uh, PC load letter. What the hell does that mean? You know, <laughs> they're just take the copier out into a backfield and beat it. And, and I'm the guy who comes in and sells them, you know? Right. Um, so, 
so I asked myself that question. I was like, all right, well, if, if money didn't matter, that's what I would do. And um, I called my wife and I was like, hey, you know, as you know, I'm miserable. I'm not a, a completely present to you or to the kids when I come home. I'm always worrying about something. I'm waking up with anxiety. What could you see me doing? Say we had millions in our bank account. What could you see me doing if money didn't matter? And she goes, I don't know. We had never talked about this before. She goes, I don't know. Maybe you know, opening up an indoor sports arena or, uh, or playing music or something. And so I took that as a sign. I was like, all right, well, that's what I'm going to do. So long story short, five years later, I opened up a $2 million indoor sports arena in the New Orleans area and then another one on the South Shore. And I did that by starting off getting out of my job through passive income real estate investing. So I, in, a, in a very short time, I learned what worked and what didn't work with real estate. And I was able to quit my job in less than 12 months through passive income with real estate and generate enough wealth in order to pursue my dream to build this arena. So that is, that is the short, long version of my story. And um, yeah, you've created a community. I mean, I love the the branding too, and the name, by the way, Cashflow Dad Life. Just uh, yeah. just love love it. Um, can you uh, share a little bit um, more about how you started and what were some of the things that you needed to get in place to put you on that journey? Because you've made the decision now, you're ready to to take the leap and go into a different direction. What happens next? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. So there's, there's three things that I say that are absolutely essential if you want to do this. Really, you know, a lot of people have limiting beliefs about themselves and what they can accomplish. This isn't hard to do. And I think most people just stop at the first limiting belief about themselves. Well, I'm not good at that or I don't have time or, you know, all these excuses that really, um, you know, they don't hold any weight when you actually practically apply it. But if you are going to do this, if you have a drive and, you know, I had a lot of pain that really drove me to, to do this, um, that pain was a very motivating factor. There's three essential things that you need that I talk about. Number one is mindset. And a lot of people skip over this part. Um, it, but I compare it to like uh, working out. Like I'd say that probably 100% of people want to look good naked, right? <laughs> they want to have a, a six pack of abs and, uh, and they just want to look good, you know? Yep. Um, but if I look around, I'd say that maybe 10, maybe 20% of people are in the kind of shape that they want to be in. Um, and what's the difference? Because everybody knows the steps. Everybody knows how to get in good shape. It's, it's basically two steps, eat right and exercise. It's, it's pretty simple. It could be simpler, you know? Um, the difference there is mindset, you know, having the right mindset to execute those steps. So that is abs absolutely fundamental before you try to make a change in your life like this. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's mindset. And I talk about it so much because a lot of folks start where they want to dive right into mechanics and tactics and all that kind of stuff, which, which comes later, but mind the mindset. I mean, it's just, you know, that, that that's where it all starts. You can have all the people around you. You can have the greatest team. You can have businesses, all that stuff. If, if you don't have the, the right mindset and keep in developing and growing and challenging that mindset, uh, you're not going anywhere. 
Yeah, yeah. And and I always tell this story about one of the first guys that I was mentoring. We 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 learned all the skills that you can learn, right? We oh. I, I showed him how to find a house at the foreclosure sale, uh, at the simple sheriff auction. I showed him how to analyze that, um, crunched all the numbers, did all of the homework. But a lot of people struggle with mindset things like analysis, paralysis, and fear. And we went to the actual foreclosure sale, and uh, and it was this perfect situation for him. He was a landscaper, by the way. This was going to be his first real estate investment. And all he had to do, we, we even found him the money. All he had to do was put in his bid at $67,000 and he would have gotten this $150,000 home. The bank had already put in their bid at 67583 and 33 cents. You know, when they get like that specific, that's the bid. So all he had to do was say 67000 and, and the, the auctioneer said, going once. And I looked over at him and he was like white as a ghost. And she said, going twice. I'm like, come on, man, put in the bid. And he goes, I can't, I'm scared. And that's a lot of people is that they just have this fear that controls them. So no matter what skills you learn, no matter how much you analyze something, if you don't get your mindset correct, then you will not be able to be successful with this. And so that's why I always say that mindset is the first and foremost thing that people need. Because it's almost like you're, you're in your, if you have a, a mindset and a, you know, some folks have called it uh, a growth mindset, a mindset of abundance, you make that switch. That was the biggest thing for me personally is taking that switch from the uh, scarcity mindset into the growth one, which scarcity mindset is a world of not enough. You know, it's scrimping by, it's adding, it's consuming more than producing. And I think that's what comes a lot out of that comes out of the school system. So we have a lot to shake off and uh, we have to rewire our brains really because um, if you think about it, um, a lot of it in schools is is based on needs, right? What you need to do to take the next step instead of what do you want, which turns into the abundance kind of thing. And, um, you know, in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki's book, which a lot of my listeners have read. That's yeah. a very good example, too, of making that switch of a mindset where people would talk about that's such an amazing book. Oh, my goodness. And then you would ask them, well, exactly, you know, what did you get out of it? And they start to talk. And it's very difficult to say, well, X, Y, and Z. You have to look at the, the, the entire context, your entire context, which expanded. Your mindset kind of switched. It's a paradigm shift of how you see the world. So I love how you start with this. Um, one of the things in that book too is what <laughs> Robert K. Saki said, he's never, he's never been a poor person. He's just been broke, right? Which that's, that's another mindset. It is. Um, so it definitely flows into that. Um, what is, what, now that you've got the mindset in place, what was, what was uh, one of the next steps uh, that, that you took in this progression uh, and your development? Well the, well, the next thing is to start developing the skills. And, and the problem that most people have, especially with real estate, is there's so much information out there. So uh, a lot of people learn the skills out of order. They're not sure which skill to pursue next. And, um, and the trick is to basically have, to, to have astronomic growth is you need to learn the skills in the right order. So that's uh, learning the skill of finding the money, uh, learning the skill of analyzing and finding the deals, finding the discount deals, um, and then learning the skill 
of how to creative uh, finance and owner finance, how loans work. Um, once you learn this, the skills in real estate in order, it becomes a lot easier to do it. I compare it to, um, have you ever heard of the domino theory? Yes, but please yeah. go ahead and share. Well, yes. I mean, so it's basically, you know, if you the way that physics work, if you've got a one inch domino and you knock that over by physics, it could knock over a two inch domino, which can knock over a three inch domino. I'm sorry, a four inch domino, eight inch to 16 inch. Basically, it can knock over a domino double its size. And it only takes knocking over 54 dominoes until you go from that one inch domino to a domino that would knock into the moon. And that just shows you if you're able to focus on one skill at a time, find that domino that knocks down all the other dominoes, then you're able to have the exponential growth. And where a lot of people get stuck is they know they got the right mindset, but they start pursuing all these skills at once. And, the, and, and it's just kind of puts them in this sort of paralysis because they're pursuing too many things at once. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I can relate to that. I mean, that helped my de development back in the beginning um, because <laughs> I was chasing too many rabbits, right? Yeah. And once I started focusing and only chase one rabbit and to learn one skill at a, at a time and focus on mastering one thing at a time, all of a sudden I started to see uh, just uh, massive changes ahead. I think, well, what is it? A Chinese proverb that said he, he who chases many rabbits catches none. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's what it feels like. That's the entrepreneur's curse, by the way. Like entrepreneurs, yep. you know, they're, they're like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to pursue that. That's a great idea. I'm going to pursue that. The good thing is that they're action takers. The problem is the lack of focus and the order. You're listening to Ryan Inc. on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back afterwards from our sponsors. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of your life in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything that you need to know about getting started, and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. You're listening to Ryan Inc. on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and I'm back to our interview. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I like uh, a lot of the stuff that you mentioned there, too. It ties into the mindset and then the way that you think, and then the next step becoming when you're going into pursuing any opportunity, whether it's real estate, whether it's a business, is the ability to identify and solve problems, yeah. and then also being resourceful. As you mentioned, you've got figure out 
where to find capital. Here's, here's a problem. I need to, I need to, <laughs> to start my real estate business, but where, does the, where would the money come from, right? So if it's not from personal resources, how can I be resourceful to find money uh, in the marketplace to be able to implement and execute what I do? Yeah, you know, t- Tony Robbins said it the best. He said, is, there's, there's no lack of resources. There's only a lack of resourcefulness. I mean, uh, if, if you look at what humanity's done over however long that we existed, I mean, imagine that you just land on an island with nothing. How long would it take you to build a spaceship to go to the moon? I mean, that's, that's the resourcefulness that humanity has over generations and generations. You can start with nothing, and if you're resourceful enough, you can build wealth very quickly. So in, in real estate, to, to be very specific, I mean, most people aren't aware of what they can do. So you start with your money, but you never use your money. You just leverage your money. So you can leverage the money with banks or with private money lenders or something like that. And then what you have through the banks, like one of, one of the uh, first ways that I started is I used micro lines of credit, of business credit to purchase a house in all cash. And when you're playing with all cash, then you know, you, you're playing with the big dogs at the foreclosure sale. You can make offers. They're a lot lower because it's cash. Um, and you just use those micro lines and then you refinance it through the banks and you move on and do it you know, through a couple different houses the same way. And, uh, and, and there's also private money lenders. These are you know, doctors and dentists that don't have time to invest in real estate, but know that they need it to be part of their portfolio. And so there's all kinds of ways to actually find money. Most people that I'm able to mentor are able to discover at least $250,000 worth of funds that they didn't even know were available to them. Now, we've got the mindset set up. Uh, we've, we've acquired a skill set. Um, and of course, I, I talk about a high income skill set too. The bigger the problem that you're solving for the marketplace too, uh, the more value is coming back towards you. In this case, cash flow. Um, what, what, what did you do next? Well, the next thing is you've got to pick the right strategy because you can have all the, you know, the, the best mindset and you could know all the real estate skills, but applied to the wrong strategy, then you're, you're really nowhere. So in real estate, there's really only two strategies. There's quick nickel and there's slow dime. So your quick nickel is uh, like flipping. You know, you might call it wholesaling, flipping. And you can generate, you know, maybe ten to sixty thousand dollars by utilizing strategies like this. Um, but the problem is that you're not creating any passive income, right? You just you have another job, and that's to constantly find deals and flip them to cash buyers, or find deals, fix them up, and flip them. And then you got to go find the deals again. But the real power in real estate is that you can create passive income. So that's where you go go to the slow dime strategy. That's basically where you buy something and rent it out. But here's the thing, the fastest way to, you know, to do what I'm talking about, to quit your job in 12 months or less is not to flip, not to wholesale, and not even to become a landlord. The fastest way is to become the bank. And when you become the bank, you are getting that large down payment, 10 to $60,000 as a down payment for a house that you own. Plus, you're getting that monthly passive income. And that really is the fastest way to not only supercharge your investments, but to create multiple 
streams of revenue through real estate and in a way that's passive where you don't have to continue doing it forever. You can get to uh, five, maybe that's all you need to retire, 10 houses, 20 houses. You can do it over and over again as many times as you want as long as you learn that skill to become the bank instead of becoming a landlord or a flipper. Yeah, that's so important. This, the, I mean, the, the overall strategy, as you mentioned, uh, I kind of equate it to the, uh, the golf swing versus the golf clubs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's where if, if you have an opportunity to go and compete in Augusta at the Masters and somebody offers you, you can either take, uh, let's just use uh, uh, Jordan Spieth's swing or his golf clubs. <laughs> you know, what, what would you rather use? You would use the swing, obviously, right? Yeah. So the strategy yeah. is so important. And I think that's one of the things that I've seen too, where a lot of folks get so focused on the golf clubs and, yeah. you know, what driver they're using or, you know, the, the putter that, you know, and all the different price points that how to actually implement it as, as part of a, an overall this holistic wealth creation strategy uh, mm. is, is, is much more important and sustainable because all of these different vehicles and all of these different ways in real estate flipping whole, you know, or wholesaling or uh, multifamily commercial mobile home park sales. These are just vehicles. You know, there's a lot of folks that will lose a lot of money in them. And then there's a lot of folks that uh, will, that will create, establish, build and, and, and increase legacy cash flow. So it's all about the swing and how to do that in there right now. Um, what are some, so this is a, phenomenal philosophical approach uh, to it. Um, what were some of the, the things that attracted you about real estate personally? Because this, this was the avenue that you chose when uh, after you took a couple of steps and had that uh, office space moment on the bridge. <laughs> um, what, what were some of the things that attracted you to, to real estate? And what types of real estate have you invested in? Uh, and maybe, yeah, maybe you could elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, so you know, I was I was always interested in real estate. Um, I, I was I was always like we moved around a lot as a kid. I, I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, Los Angeles, Hawaii, New Orleans, Houston, Ohio. So I, I lived all over the place. So it, was, it always intrigued me this whole process of buying the house and selling the house. Um, uh, but it wasn't until I was in the rat race, so to speak, and I was looking for these different ways to to get out and um and i and i read that book uh by robert kiyosaki that that rich dad poor dad that you're talking about and it's it's interesting that you mentioned that difference between the scarcity and the abundance mindset because before i read that i was reading dave ramsey who was you know basically he's got a lot of good stuff to say but it's just about focusing on paying off debt and, uh, and, and not using debt as a vehicle to generate a tremendous amount of wealth. And so it wasn't until I read that book, uh, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that it opened up my mind to this abundance mindset where I was like, wow, not only uh, can I shift my mindset uh, to uh, just paying off debt and counting every single toilet paper slice to make sure I don't use as much so I could save three cents, you know, um, to, uh, to, wow, with real estate, I can actually debt hack and I can not only pay off my debt, but I can 
uh, use debt as a vehicle to, to create a tremendous amount of wealth and cash flow at the same time. So after reading that book, I really went into, all right, real estate is going to be my way. It's going to be my vehicle to get out of this. Yeah, and I think one of the things, uh, too, about uh, the different mindsets, right? And you mentioned Dave Ramsey's out there. Um, one, of the, one of the things that, that I really saw for me personally is to have control over my, my, my finances, my personal economy, and my business economy. That really gave me the confidence, and, and it made it, the transition from scarcity to abundance much easier, if that makes sense. So yeah. sometimes I think when, when, look, if you start out and you're a complete financial mess, um, Dave's got some stuff to just at least straighten you out <laughs> to, to figure out a couple of things. And then once you, once you start to have control over it, it's going to make the transition really, really easier because I've, and listeners have reached out to me before about this and asked, you know, how, how is it that you can go from, from scarcity to abundance so quickly when I have all of this baggage, basically, that's, that, that I still have to take care of and dark clouds, clouds hovering over you. So, I can, listen, I completely get it. You know, Ryan gets it. It's not rainbow and unicorns and, uh, out there, this journey. And, I mean, Ryan, you started basically building this up from nothing. So, what, what are some of the things that you would say to some folks that find themselves in that situation where you did and or maybe if I could phrase it this way, if you had to go back to yourself at that point in your life, uh, what were some of the things that you would tell yourself? You know, I'd, I'd, I'd say to invest in the right kind of education. Even if you don't have a whole lot of money, you can start by just learning how to do something. I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking yesterday as I'm sitting in my son's uh, parent-teacher conference how much bullshit school is and, uh, and, uh, and just the way that the system is set up where I'm supposed to, as a parent, be taking notes and that, uh, that it's supposed to be con- like my participation in taking notes in my son's class at a parent-teacher conference are, are somehow going to affect his success and his grade in that school year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just this, this, um, this mentality of, uh, of, of education, how much we invest in it. So, so literally my kids are sitting there 30 hours a week investing in their education. You know what the one thing that changed everything for me was when I learned creative financing and it took me one hour and a half to learn a skill set that provides for my family and will provide for my family for the rest of my life. So I would say if, if you're just starting out, the very first step is, is just to educate in the knowledge that's going to create these skill sets or show you the strategy on how to make that money, how to, how to make passive income. Absolutely. And if you don't believe in yourself, find someone else the outside, a mentor, you can find them in, in the real estate industry at meetups, meetup.com has a ton of meetups as well. Find someone there that is successful that you can learn from that you can believe in at that stage and still you get the confidence to learn to start growing that, that, that self-belief in it as well. And you mentioned um, 
education and studying and, and, and personal growth, Ryan, uh, one habit I've observed from very wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying right now? What skill sets are you currently learning? Yeah. So with, with real estate, um, um, I am currently moving into more of the commercial realm um, just because I want a broader perspective. I have a couple commercial uh, properties. Um, I, I have a couple multifamily, but I've mostly done single family. But um, I don't want to just pigeonhole myself to one strategy. Um, I want to make sure that I'm learning everything that's out there. So I've, I've, I've gone in real estate. I've done uh, wholesaling. I've done flipping. I've done single family foreclosures. I've done uh, commercial property. I've done short-term rentals, Airbnbs. And uh, right now I'm trying to figure out a little more of the commercial space to see if that's something that could be a good uh, income generator for me. So that's, that's what I'm reading up on now. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, I would, I would say that the number one thing is to answer your why. So money and everything will follow from that. So I, I call it the find the why that makes you cry. And for me and for anybody else who answers that, if you're able to find a way to serve other people, then not only will that make you truly happy, but money will probably follow that. Because when you've got a deep driving purpose um, behind what you're doing, you know, my, my purpose was to serve my community in a better way that, you know, to provide joy for people in the community uh, and athletic release. And, you know, now we have over 10,000 people who go in and out of my indoor facility every single week with smiles on their face. Kids are learning. Uh, uh, they're playing in the NFL flag football program. Adults, they look forward to it every single week. I'm providing joy in people's lives. And, um, and, and once you find that, that why, that purpose, then the money tends to follow. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So that, that would be the one. I don't have three things, but that would be the one, the one and only thing that I would impart to future generations and that I tell my kids all the time as well is to focus on a, a purpose that, that serves others. Now, Ryan, where can my listeners learn more about you, um, your course that you're offering, which is phenomenal, where you just deep, deep dive into a whole lot more uh, than what we discussed today. Um, and you also have a masterclass presentation, a webinar that they can, they can jump onto. Where can they find all of these resources and stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? Yeah, they can go to uh, cashflowdadlife.com. Um, and on there you can check out, you can go to the resource page. I got a bunch of free resources, by the way, I've got ROI calculators. I've got different tools, uh, that you can use for investing and a bunch of free education as well as the course and a program that, uh, if you wanted to get started in, in my real estate program, you have the opportunity to, to be a part of that as well. And that can all be found on my website, cashflowdadlife.com. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. 
Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja. Thank you for all your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text cashflowninja to 44222. I'm also posting daily videos on Facebook and YouTube and will live stream weekly starting May 2018. To make sure you don't miss any of the live streams, please like and subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube platforms. I'm also dropping content on Instagram daily. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to get in on the action. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. That's our show for today. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.